two. One. Hold on. <laughs> I think that's that's going to be the opener. That's as good as <laughs> that's the opener. There we go. Kill it. I hope you were you recording that? No. Fuck. Okay, now I'm recording. <laughs> anyway, hello, friends. Hi, kids. Hey, guys. It's game week, everybody. We, we made it. We made it through the summer. Not that many controversies around USF. Yeah. Nationally, it tons. Yeah, boy. Why would you say that? Nationally, tons of shit happened. Bad to be in the Big Ten. Awful. Just awful time to be in the Big Ten. Just you and Baylor need to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the three of you can hold hands and go. <laughs> Jump in a lake of fire. It'd yeah, be yeah. fantastic. Just take Rutgers with you just for no Us reason. Three, yeah. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. Just to make it even. I don't know if they've done anything recently. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Probably. Probably. So, guys, it's game week. It's lovely. We're in shitty South Tampa because Con uses you. you. Uh, we're in lovely, beloved South Tampa. With no power because south of Kennedy always floods when it rains. And now This has no nothing power. to do with floods. I this parked out front in my car. There's no flooding. There's no flooding. It's I brought my canoe. There's a lightning strike that struck, so basically everything, including the Winn-Dixie, a couple blocks from here, and in is all out of power right now because shit happens as it happens everywhere in Florida. Nope. And I'm sorry you live in somewhere shitty and you try and justify it to yourself. Nope. Does this work in Northern Ireland, too? Yeah. I bet, I bet fucking Lutz has power. You want to go there? You want to go to Lutz? No. No one ever wants Better to go to Lutz. Lutz. Better than mm-hmm. South of Kennedy. Oh, no one. Suck all of them. South of Kennedy, what up? <laughs> Ugh. So, all right. Fucking kids. These kids today, I tell you. Guys, so. It's game week. Is it? It is. I have not heard yet. I heard. Last weekend, we celebrated that we were one week away from game week. Week zero. And we had the Bulls block party. Oh, we did. What? Colin probably vaguely remembers. I from what I from what uh, Instagram and my text messages told me, I apparently had a very good time. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing I haven't said yet. My toes are painted. I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> Actually, I do know how that happened. Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had a few beverages. I may have done some singing. I oh, I, I witnessed that and God. Damn, that was an awful. I'm terrible at music. It's so bad. I really, and the thing is, I really love music. I just can't sing a lick. It doesn't stop me when I have a few beverages. I also sang, crushed it, TBH, and there's a fantastic picture someone took of me. Is there a video? I was going to say, picture or video? video. No, there's definitely. We need the video. How are we going to raise money for this program unless there's video of you singing? There's definitely video. Um, Joe Cocker looks good singing. Looks good singing. Who? Okay, you guys are all I, yeah, Joe Cocker. I no, know who no, Joe Cocker no, 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 is, sorry. but he sounds like shit. Looks good. Joe Cocker is a musical genius with an amazing voice. What is wrong with you? Okay. I, I have fucking ears. Oh my god, that's tragic. As I try to read our rundown sheet with my phone light because there's no power because well we've already addressed this. Uh, we play Elon. Elon the Phoenix. Formerly known as the Fighting Christians, which <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that going on in Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> 
<laughs> the fighting Chris. I, that makes me. I think I knew that, but that still makes me laugh every fucking time. You know, there's nothing better than when you can honor the genocide of, of millions of people in Europe through the Crusades. What are we going to do? With your mascot. What are we going to name after the most beloved pacifist of all time? Jesus. Fighting Christians. Let's, Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> the so. Sober drunks. Let's get at it. <laughs> So, Elon, ranked 13th in the preseason FCS poll. Nate, what's the first goal when you're scheduling an FCS? Schedule bad teams. That's right, because you're going to get credit for it. The same amount of credit whether you beat anybody, except I think like North Dakota State. I believe this is called the C's Get Degree Scheduling? Yes. Okay. Just play a team that has offers enough scholarships that it counts towards bowl eligibility, yeah. but still is terrible. So this is like the worst case scenario. And then, by the way, UMass goes out there and looks like – not bad. Yeah. Oh, it like, isn't terrible. They put up 63. They put up 63, so it's like... Oh, shit. That's supposed to be our cupcake, and they're putting up 63. I mean, it's they're playing in FCS as well, but it's like, they look competent? So, bad, bad, bad scheduling all around for USF. Well, five years ago, I'm sure they were... And five years ago, it looked great because Elon was dog shit for the past decade until right. they got a uh, new coach, Kurt Signetti. Uh, it's his second year. He went eight and four in his first year last year. Uh, they ranked as high as number seven in the nation. Oh God! So they're kind of good. They wait, return. Wait, wait, what? They're a top ten FCS team. Oh, FCS in the nation. I was like, where the fuck was I for that? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, Elon returns like nine starters from their offense and defense. They return the quarterback. They return their top seven rushers. They return eight of their top nine receivers, and they return uh, an All-American linebacker. That's terrifying. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Go us. I <sighs> spoke to someone about the game, and uh, he was told by a player that the offense is kind of trash, but the defense is going to be really good. Here's the thing. We have no idea how good this USF offense is going to be, and that could be a problem. Not a clue. Not a clue. But, hooray. Uh, just before we started recording, we got something that is uh, pretty yeah. awesome. We got a death chart. We have a death chart, and Don't. oh boy, there are some prizes, some it surprises is. in there. Uh, let's doctor, just go, let's what, start offense or defense. Let's go. Let's go let's offense. All right, all right. Wide receivers: Stanley Clairvaux over Darnell Solomon. Wow, shocking. Jaw. This could be an Alex Mutt type thing. We don't know. Little um, motivation for Salomon, maybe. Maybe. It once again, Elon. It is Elon. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Stanley, a reward for Clairvaux for Dr. Stanley Clairvaux, MBA, yep. PhD, uh, LMNOP, because he's been here for six years. Yep. Hey, um, hey, 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 hey. He, That's nothing. Battled two injuries, torn ACL, came back. Finally, I think he got his first career catch last year. Yeah. Um, so good for him to keep battling. He's a big boy, he's got some thick legs on him. So that could help. He's listed at 6'3", 224, which is bigger than Darnell. He's got right. nine, par, nine nine pounds on Darnell. Wow. Um, at tight end. In 13 years. In 13 years. In 13 years on Darnell. You know, there's a lot of maturity in those 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> at tight end, we have Mitchell Wilcox, who Charlie Strong said at his press conference is that there's no better tight end in the country right now. <laughs> oh, <means>. Really? <laughs> I think I think Mitch has really shown out um, during the preseason. I know he missed about a week of practice, but he seems to be back and healthy. And uh, Mitchell is the nephew of our provost, Ralph Wilfcox. That's not true in the least. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait. Really? Huh. Yeah. 
Uh, tight end, uh, retro freshman Frederick Lloyd Jr. Uh, is the backup to Mitch. He is one of 14 redshirt or true freshmen on the 2D. That seems like a lot. 14 redshirt or true freshmen on the 2D. Guys. And that's not counting any specialists either. That's, that's not, not counting specialists. And there's uh, five more offense and defensive players listed on some of the 3Ds. They go 3 deep at some positions. That is, um, by the Bud Elliott rule of playing freshmen is bad. You want at least 50% blue chip recruits on your roster. And the more freshmen you play, the worse. By the Bud Elliott rules, uh, this is not good. Like, you know, depth gets tested over a football season. So having 14 true and red shirts out there, uh, that could be a problem come November. Yes. Uh, so... Offensive line, we're going to go left tackle to right tackle. Senior Eric Mays, anchor of this offensive line, was fantastic last year. Second, third year transitioning from defense. He's going to he's gonna be the guy. There's Donovan Jennings, Gaither High School alum. He's a freshman. He's the backup at left tackle. Now, we've seen coaches do this before. We'll list someone, but he's not actually going to be playing there. Right. Uh, at left guard, we have retro freshman Demetrius Harris. Never saw a play last year, was hurt, had surgery on his wrist, back, and now the starter. Behind him, Hal Roberson, sophomore, not much there. Uh, at center, another guy who has no playing time whatsoever, Michael Wiggs. He uh, takes over for Cam Ruff, and we saw what the offensive line looked like without Cam Ruff. Who, wait a minute, so I remember Ruff starting at guard right against... Guard. San Jose State last year. And also Stony Brook. Correct. And who started at center? He is no longer on the team. I was just Michael tra- Galati. It was Galati. That's right. Okay. Just want to make sure. No longer on the team. Correct. Also, his high school teammate, Brooks Larkin, not on the team. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, <clears throat> sophomore Michael Wiggs, true freshman Brad Cecil backs him up. Cecil was the number one center in, 28, in the 2018 recruiting class in the state of Florida. So... He could be good. Uh, right guard, William Atterbury. Don't call me Billy. He's a junior. Uh, behind him, Sebastian Sainerling. 6'2", 356-pound freshman. Wow. Whew. Big boy. That's a, yeah. that a big boy. Stout. Uh, and then at right tackle, Marcus Norman, who's actually become a very vocal leader uh, among the offensive line. He's a junior. Starter uh, behind him, Ethan Watson, another true freshman. Mark and Marcus Norman, like, <clears throat> I think a lot of Bulls fans remember his freshman year, his the Temple the game. Temple game. Uh, he has improved drastically. He is not since that then. same guy, not at all. And the improvement in him, like that was that was pretty hard to watch that game. But he he has improved drastically. Like fire, then. would you say? Absolutely, absolutely. Just so the way he's come along, it's a huge credit to him and and, and his development as well. So. Yeah, so that's the offensive line. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven sophomores or redshirt freshmen oh. or true freshmen. Oh, that's not offensive line. That's, that's scary. scary. <laughs> a lot of guys do not have experience playing. And I've there's, we could be loaded next year though. We could be in two years. This offensive line. Holy shit! Did we already say wait till next year? <laughs> Can we also throw out the caveat since we're halfway through the line? Are we? Have we? Are we halfway through yet? We're halfway through the. Line. Okay, so uh, can we throw out the huge caveat that under Charlie Strong and also under Willie Taggart, and I can also say under Jim Levitt that um, <laughs> depth charts are bullshit. Uh, they are done for media to keep us off our toes. They are done to motivate players. They are done because it's something that people in 
media just want to have and to do. Um, but all of this, like, you know, we could get out there on the grass on Saturday and just Darnell Solomon could be starting at wide receiver and who the hell knows. So we'll see. that sounds suspiciously like preseason rankings. Yeah, exactly. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. But Almost. preseason rankings. But preseason rankings are actually dumb because then teams <laughs> stay in those slots far too long. And even by week 12 and 13, there's not enough movement so in the yeah. rankings. So one has accountability, one doesn't. Right. We should never take a poll until at least week six. Like, Correct. ever, ever, ever. So That's what my grandma always said. Smart lady. That's so awkward. That's such a weird <laughs> joke. <laughs> you guys made it weird. Huh? <laughs> um, so a Football fan. Uh, we're going to skip over the quarterback position because that's going to be its own segment. Mm-hmm. Running back, Florida transfer Jordan Cronkite. Starter. Let's say the starter behind him. Elijah Mack, fantastic spring. Prove me wrong. Good for him. Trayvon Sands and Duran Bell Jr. Round out the running back group. That is a talented group, and that's not even including true freshman Johnny Ford, who had a good camp and is fast and is 5'5". Five five. Is there any chance that one of these guys ends up split out as a like I a think, Y at some point? Uh, Duran Bell, I think he has the skill set as long as well as Johnny Ford. I think the others are kind of true bruiser running backs. I mean, uh, the three ahead of him are all over two hundred pounds. Duran Bell is one seventy four. Okay. Uh, at slot, we've got Dragum Tyree McCants. Okay, right, five eleven, two forty. Uh, behind him. Guy was out last year because of friendly fire during fall camp. Rasheen Bronson is the backup slot receiver. 6'3", 205 slot receiver. I like it. Two guys with two seriously different skill sets at Y. Like that (laughs) Tyree runs over you, Rasheen tries to run by you. Yeah. Um, So I guess it will depend on matchups and how they want to position them. But you two guys with very different skill sets there. And then behind them, Jannard Phillips. Uh, there's a reason why D'Angelo Antoine got moved to safety. Uh, wide receiver deep, y'all. Yeah. Especially at the slot. Yeah. Maybe next year when Tyree's gone and Rasheen's gone, they maybe try to move him back. But try to, trying to get Antoine's speed on the field is the big problem. That was a big flash of light. Yeah, that was purple. That was, that was purple. All right, and then at the other wide receiver spot, another redshirt it. freshman. Randall 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 St. Felix who Charlie Strong said he was surprised I think he may have had the best camp out of anyone and then behind him Devontrez Dukes 6'4", 201 so young talent but there's talent at all of the skill positions we knew that we knew that going in the season you know, it's Florida. They grow on trees. Put them in positions to win. Hope they can make points. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback news broke last week from our pal uh, Chris Torello from Spectrum Sports. Blake Barnett is the starter. And Charlie confirmed as much. And I asked Charlie about who QB2 is, and he said it just depends on how the game goes. I think it's probably Brett Keen. He had a really good camp. Can we also talk about what else Charlie said today where he said, well, I pulled all the offensive coaches and it wasn't a consensus, but we decided to go with Barnett. I really, really, really hope the one standout was our big buddy. I don't know who got how that voting works. Uh I don't know. Is there a secret ballot? Do we like, you know, is it like a 
is it like a black ball ceremony for Ch- Charlie said like, he went around the room and said why who's your guy and why oh. who's your guy and why who's your guy and why okay and then so him and Sterling went and talked about it and then they came up with Blake this is also how Donald Trump used to decide who to fire on The Apprentice like, is this necessarily the best method <laughs> to make that decision well <laughs> how did Dennis Rodman do <laughs> I don't know. I have, uh, first of all, just I'm going to separate the the football from the academic here. Football-wise, the coaches have to put the best product on the field that they feel to win. If Blake Barnett is the best guy of those three to make this offense move the football as efficiently as possible from week one to week 13, good. Then fine. You got to play and you have to play your best players. Uh, Academically and from a recruiting standpoint, I think it really sucks that we had a guy that was here for three years and waited his turn for the most part with, you know, some things happen lately, but for the most part, tried to do the right things by the team and another kid, a local product in, in Oladokun that um, has done all the right things. And as we have seen and have people that we've talked to that shown drastic improvement and for those guys to, to get overtaken, but it's a winner go home business and somebody's always coming for your job in life. I get it, but I think it just really sucks from a recruiting standpoint because people are going to say, hey, you know, they didn't stand by their guy or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, they got to put the best product on the field. I get it. But if this is not the best product, this offense is not efficient. If Barnett does not play well, you're going to come in for extra scrutiny, fair or not. That's going to happen. And I absolutely agree with you. But I'm going to bring up a point. We said something earlier about a different position that didn't have didn't carry as much weight or magnitude. But maybe this could be a little kick in the ass to Keenan. Quarterback is different. I understand, but I'm just saying this. It's Elon. Once again, it's still Elon. I know the dynamics are almost 180-degree difference. But maybe they're playing the long game. I don't think they are. But I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Okay. And that's fair. I mean, you know, Quake Barnett did start one game in Alabama. I didn't start anymore. That's, after that's, that. that's, <laughs> so. that's one more game than I started. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he was he was a he was a freshman and he started Alabama. Yeah. That is terrifying. It's impressive. Fuck that. And he lasted how many quarters? <laughs> he lasted like a Hurt? quarter. And then Jalen Hurts came in and he never Well, I mean, Jesus Christ. He, then he Hurts came in, in the fourth and then he came in, in the fourth quarter and threw a touchdown and Well, there you go. He's got one more touchdown than any of us do. Sure. At Alabama. At Alabama. And who was the 2017 national champions, as I understand it? Sorry, 16. And I forget. Did he get on the who field won all last year? I can't remember who won last year. Did he get on the Alabama. field? Alabama. It was Bama, yeah. yeah 16. Okay. Well, 16, according to the Colin McDonald. Oh, f- oh, right. Gotcha. And then uh, I think Utah's going to be getting. I think Notre Dame gets one. I don't know. I Notre Dame's going to get one. Uh, I think Tusk. Uh, what is it? Tuskegee College got one? I don't know. <laughs> A lot going on. Um. So I think the most interesting tidbit uh, from today's best press conference was Charlie Strong said Blake sought them out. That he reached out to USF and said, "I think I'd like to come here." He saw the hole uh, that the goat Quentin Flowers left and took a shot, and he's pretty much nailed it down. Um, from what we saw in camp, which was not a lot. Oh boy, was it not! <laughs> saw a whole bunch of special teams play though. When we get to that, I, I, I'll let you the expert in Oh, some analysis about that. Hashtag but, analysis. What we saw from Blake was rocket launcher for a right arm. More mobility than anyone thought. Coaching staff, players, media like he was quick. 
He was not afraid to tuck the ball and run. He showed impressive zip. He can make all the throws. And I think in this Sterling Gilbert offense, he was very limited with the routes and the plays that he could run with Quint Flowers because sometimes Quint Flowers cannot hit back-to-back throws. But the whole point of coaching is to put your players in position to win. You should scheme to the talent you have, not have your talent adjust to your scheme. We've talked about this a million times. So if he fits what Sterling Gilbert just insists on doing, fine. But that's just bad process and hopefully good outcome. Because I'm sorry, that's just bad process to have coaches come in with, we're going to do this. And yeah, and by the way, this also might be applying a little bit, you know, about 90 miles up the road right now, too, because Heupel's talking about things that we've asked guys to do different things. Why would you ask Mackenzie Milton to do anything different than he did last year? Because you're, you're a fucking coach. <laughs> That's insane. What are you doing? Like, you have Mackenzie Milton and Adrian Killens. Do whatever. You know what? Let them call the plays. You know what I mean? Let them coach you what they did last year on whiteboards. Because you're a plate of fucking donuts and you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. So don't be a plate of donuts. I I I can definitely see Blake throwing for over three thousand yards, which would be the first time in USF history anyone has done that. I'm I okay with that. Thirty touchdowns is well within the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. and having a one thousand yard receiver, hundred percent possible for the first time ever. No, okay. two one thousand yards. Who's gonna, who's going to be the one thousand yard receiver? Tyree. Solomon. Out of the slot? Oh, God, yeah. Because they're going to run, like, slip action where he's going to stay in the block. He's going to do. slip, and then, then he'll read Wheel routes guy. and wheel routes and slants and screens. He can do pretty much anything you ask. He's got the body to but go over the middle. why would you not use him to block for other wide receivers in this offense? Because you don't tell your best wide receiver to block for other people. You do when he's your best blocker. But he's, but he's also your best wide receiver. But he's also your best blocker. But when he's in the slot, he's right in the middle of it all. So if anyone goes out on the fly, he's able to go ahead and take somebody down. I don't know. But we're using him more than he's definitely going to be the most valuable wide receiver either way. Yes. Uh, Moving to the defensive side of the ball, fairly young. Uh, I mean, we lost, I think, seven starters, eight starters, something like that. Greg Reeves is back. Uh, Nico's back. And... Ronnie Hoggins and Jay Mon are back. So, yeah, we lost seven defensive starters. We lost three defensive linemen that will make an NFL roster this year. We lost the all-time leading tackle. There's now a GA at Florida State. We lost uh, a corner in Dietrich Nichols, who has been crushing it with the Arizona Cardinals. He will make that roster. He had a, I think he had a sack, and then the sack was almost a strip sack. And he had another five tackles the other night. Uh, we had Devin Abraham, who... From 2016 to 2017, if it wasn't for Augie's improvement, would have been the most improved defensive player from those two years. It's crazy what coaching will do to you. So let's just go run it down. Uh, defensive end Greg Reeves behind him, Josh Black. They'll be the stand-up. They're like in the Fox position. They'll be the stand-up if they go 3-3-5. Three, three, uh, defensive tackle Kevin Kegler got a lot of run last year. Behind him, Kelvin Pinkney also got some run. And then true freshman Stacy Kirby Jr., the Former four-star who was committed to Florida State, flipped, almost went to CDOT, and then came to USF. Um, that was a big get, I think. He's undersized at 255, but he's only a freshman, so I'm assuming he'll get closer to 280 by the time everything's said and done. Other defensive tackle, Kevin Bronson, had a fantastic camp. I think he may – this may be his breakout year. He's 
he's the leader on that defensive line. He's the only senior. Um, it could be it could be his job. Behind him, two true freshmen, Tyrone Barber, Yashan, uh, Rayshon Yates. Other defensive end, Kirk Livingstone, Vincent Jackson Jr., who Coach Strong mentioned in the press conference, and then Juwan Brown, who had a fairly good season last year in spot duty. Uh, middle linebacker, Nico Saltel slides over to take Augie's spot. He'll be the signal caller behind him. Uh, Kirsten Johnson, Tony Greer. Weak side linebacker, Khalid McGee, moves from safety. He did that last few games of the season. Just as much speed as possible in the 2018 realm of college football, that's what you need. Strong said, we are gonna be. We may not be big, but we're going to be fast, and we can get to the ball. Uh, behind him, fr- true freshman Dwayne Bowles, Jr., and then behind them, converted uh, former four-star JUCO product Jeffrey Farrar is listed as a linebacker. At one corner, uh, Hillsborough High School product Mike Hampton will be starting. Behind him, former wide receiver Chris Barr. Nickel, Ronnie Hagen slides over inside, taking Dietrich's spot, and he'll be starting. Uh, he's had a great camp. behind, uh, And then sitting behind him is Vincent Davis, true freshman. Safety, strong safety. This was a shock to me. Makayla Point is a starter at strong safety. And then true freshman Kayon Hilton is behind him. And then the big rover, Jamon Thomas, free safety. Behind him, Bentley Sanders had a great camp. I think he had like three interceptions and three scrimmages uh, that they played in the fall. And then converted wide receiver D'Angelo Antoine behind them. Mazzy Wilkins will lock everyone and anybody up who crosses his path. I don't. I believe he did not allow a passing touchdown last year. So we can go through line by line, but when somebody from the national media comes in and they look at these game notes, and we do have game notes today because Nate went to the press conference, they're going to look at what they call the quick facts. Okay, and this is generally how teams get judged nationally. Quick facts: uh, USF last year ten and two starters returning this year eleven starters lost thirteen, and they're going to see fourteen freshmen on the two deep. So I may want to revise and extend my remarks if I thought USF would win ten in the regular season this year. Because guess what? Like if you look at these numbers, it is really hard to win ten games. With 14 freshmen on your 2D and losing more than half of your starters in college football, in modern college football. That is a big hill to climb. So, um, however, I do stand by the fact that this schedule is trash. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like, really bad. You know, UMass slightly better than we thought. That's not going to matter, though. So, I don't know. Maybe we're... Maybe that balances out the fact that they're going to be super duper young, and most of their hard games are games ten, eleven, and twelve, which generally those kids aren't freshmen anymore. So I don't know. They they will be tested early by Elon. They will punch you in the mouth. The quarterback takes care of the ball and is efficient, and they've got good talent around him. Uh, this the depth chart. I mean, the shocking stuff was Clairvaux over Solomon. Not much else. Yeah. Really stands out uh, at kicker. Uh, Charlie Strong said that it was still a three-way competition between Jake Vivanetto, Jake Stone, and Colby Weiss. But here on the depth chart, Colby Weiss is not even listed, and Jake Vivanetto is the starter. 
Holder is a former walk-on QB turned wide receiver Kyle Trina from Plant. Long snapper Ian Deneen. Kickoffs Trent Schneider, the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And then kick returns Tyree, D'Angelo, Duran Bell, Bentley Sanders, and then punt return is D'Angelo. No trade bound on kickoffs? No. No, no, no. Okay. They want some speed. And, but I have seen Johnny Ford back there, and he looked good. So okay. there's, there's potential. Um, yeah, I just... I'm worried. I didn't. I knew freshmen would be prominently involved. I didn't think it would be this prominently involved. And then seeing on paper how young the offensive line is. You lose truly, Quentin Flowers and 32 other lettermen from last year. You return 41 lettermen and you lose 33. That's a lot, dude. Like... <laughs> I mean, when you see the hard numbers when they come out, it's a little scary. I mean, I think they get by Elon, but Georgia Tech, week two, this defense, as young as it is, having a black triple option? Having to just stay in your assignments. Having young kids Discipline? do as they're told. Right. To, listen, I'm telling you from experience, telling a young person to do as they're told is infuriating. <laughs> No, Olivia, do not turn off the light for the 14th fucking time today. Stop it. Do you curse in front of your kids? No comment. That's a yes. yes. Of course I do. That's a fuck yes. <laughs> That's a fuck yes. Georgia Tech game two, just not. Ooh, you mean the noon blackout game? That's so smart. Are we sure it's blackout? Yeah, it's official? not going to be a blackout There's game. There's no way. USF's not that stupid. There's no. Wow. Stupid. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking to two guys that have been here longer than you have, big boy. <laughs> We've seen some really dumb I've seen shit. some shit. <laughs> now, I, I, actually, I take that back. I have seen Florida State do this uh, against Boston College at a noon game, and people fucking died. Did they really? No. Oh. <laughs> Figuratively. Figuratively died. Yeah, know. but seriously, it was ungodly hot. You know what else is ungodly hot? Collins House because there's no power. Because there's no air conditioning right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, a little, uh, it's a little toasty. Guys, I'm sweating. Nah, me too. So, um, what things do we want to see on Saturday? What will make us feel good and what will make us I want to see a scare. 500 yard in the air fucking game. That would be, that's something. This to to make that something like regular, that'd be neat. But if Elon's defense. Like is, running this, like, at, like, you know, that, you know, sex is cool and all thing. Like running is cool and all, but like, have you ever thrown for 600 yards? <laughs> we sure should have. <laughs> ever put up a 60 burger? Like that's. What was, but Quint, didn't Quinn throw for 500 last year against 503 UCF? against UCF. Yeah. And another 100 on Another 100 yeah, but that was a, that was a goddamn shit show game. I mean, I that, mean, that game will never be replicated. <clears throat> that's the best that game was, in program history. We just happened. That was the best game in. I'm going to put that in top <laughs> yeah, 50 college yeah. games of all time. It's that was some shit. That was incredible. Just top to bottom, front to back. And BJM saying, you know what? Linebackers can't cut it right now. They're too fast. Let's go ahead and add more secondary in the middle of what? The second quarter? Yep. And Freaking I brilliant. think they stopped them like six or eight times that game. Like during that run. Adjustments. Yeah. I trust. That's the one thing I like about this defense is I feel like they make adjustments. If only the offense can do the same. I'm Precise. sorry. Just the coordinator. I'm not arguing. I tend that's. I think he's kind of right there. So you can look at me like that, but I agree with. No, it. and I get it. I I totally get it. I uh, just think this offense is going to be one thousand percent better. What? Whoa! What? Than last year's offense in efficiency. 
It may not look as flashy and as good, but I swear to you, I think it can be better if the offensive line doesn't get eaten alive. Yards per play, points per drive. Yards that is per, how we're going to yard. That's how we're going to judge this team. So yards per play, and points 20, per drive. Uh, 2017, I think we were at 6.4 yards per play, which was a full yard fewer than 2016. Correct. So when we put up these 700-plus yards games because we're going quick, I don't want to hear about that. I want yards yeah. per play, and I want points per drop. We were we were at 6.1 yards per play last year. I think that can get back up to seven. Okay. I truly – I think Blake Barnett could average 15 yards a throw. So you're gonna you're gonna be throwing intermediate and longer routes. Yeah, he can throw in routes. He can he's throw got the slant routes. He's that got the flyers could not can do. He, he cannot. Yes, in the pocket yes. well enough. Yes. to give himself hundred percent. That is the biggest surprise to everyone. That how mobile he was. I saw legs. him pull it down and take it in from fifteen yards out. So then, why couldn't he get on the field at a bad Arizona State team last year? I think it was as well, Anthony's mentioned multiple times. When Chip Lindsey left, that's why he went to Arizona State. When he left for Auburn's Auburn, I think that was it for him. So you think his, he, his, cha- his is, champions got pulled, basically. Chip Lindsey went to Auburn because uh, Rhett Lashley, who was the OC at Auburn, went to UConn. What the? So oh, Chip yeah. Lindsey went, and then all of a sudden, uh, I forget who the coach was, was trying to keep his job. He kept the incumbent and didn't work. Yeah. And apparently... Apparently, Herm Edwards said it's who? Manny Wilkins' job. Everyone's playing for two. And, and, I mean, right now, who knows what the hell Herm Edwards even knows what the heck he's doing. I honestly got to believe this is the biggest thing Blake Barnett has going for him is that he ran screaming the fuck away from Herm Edwards. Well, and, I mean, the <laughs> funny thing is Strong or Charlie today at the presser even mentioned, like, one time he walked out and he said – Blake was just sitting on the curb waiting for his wife to pick him up. He's like, what are you doing out here so late? He's like, I'm just trying to catch up by watching film, trying to learn. Seems like, for whatever reason, he came out here, he's got his head down, he's working hard. And, like, the, and he doesn't have to worry about class because he's probably taking all cupcakes because he already graduated. And I swear that so this is my a huge always, difference. I've always wondered this. Do you actually have to take classes? You, you have, have to, to take graduate? at least six, six hours of grad course. school. Is there graduate golf? <laughs> They may offer no, I'm, that. I'm asking because I'm fucking interested. <laughs> they may have offered that at Arizona State, so he probably had to switch it to like. <laughs> no, that's turf management. <laughs> he's a photographer. Right? Maybe he's taking some grad that school. Could, that college, could be it. Uh, he's actually a decent oh, that's photographer. That's gonna end great. They, they need to step. By the way, they need to change that rule where you, if they offer the grad, the master's program at your school, you have to like. Who wants a degree? Who wants their second degree from the same school? I would never go back to USF to get my master's like avoid it. Like I would much rather go somewhere else. Like Florida State or something. What? If it were free, you would. No, for free, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, you should be able to, like, I, I mean, if you have the chance to go, you did your time, you graduated, go somewhere else. Did your master. time in college. Fuck you. What? Did your time. What? Also, when was the last time you did your time at Peabody's? Uh, it's been a while. Apparently, it's been a long yeah. time. Nah, I know. I miss that place. I'm like walking distance to Peabody's. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, in our Slack channel, Ryan Smith has been kind of, uh, Bitchy. Eh, no, freaking, freaking out a little bit. He's bitchy. Guys like Natron Culpepper, Andre Polk, Donnell Thomas, the entire presumed second string offensive line, they supposedly have been supplanted by true freshmen. And it's true, it could be that kick in the ass. There's a little fire. Little where fire. where has Andre Polk been? He was I mean, an Adonis almost. He's 6'4, 215, chiseled, couldn't stay on the field, couldn't get healthy. 
Where do, where does that put him? I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I do have serious reservations replacing anybody named Natron Culpepper. I don't give a shit how lazy he goes by Nate though. I, I, I he, but see, he should bad. That's a bad business. Yeah, come on, Natron. <laughs> I'll tell so you what. Nate? It's a when your name's Natron, you do not go by you Nate. You know what? Weird thing is, from Sweden. <laughs> He was starting last year. I don't know. The, the, the step starts out there. It's probably... I think it's just to fuck with people. Like, Mozzie Wilkins uh, fell off towards the end of the year, and then Natron Culpepper came in and started for him. So I don't know what the defense is doing. I'm thinking it's just a... Uh, we had to put something out so... Us people can talk about it. Can we? Here just, we are. So w- maybe we run this defense against Elon, and then we just go like 52 bare front against Georgia Tech... And then go like from there. Completely different personnel. Up, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then we'll get 22 guys from the stands to go up and face Illinois so we can all just like, so the team can just rest up. So yeah. Extra bye week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, love, yeah. I, I love there are now articles on like the athletics saying, no, Lovey's really thinking he's got it turned okay. around now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's just that your DB coach left because like, I got to go see my son play in high, his uh, final year. You know, Lovey Smith wanna... Smith's been working on his beard and it does look fucking <laughs> fantastic, but that's all he's got. It's all he has. And a pretty excellent, uh, I don't even, accent? Kicker? Country draw? Kicker draw. Almost. Oh, McCants just scored at 7-0 USF for <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Can we get a futures bet on that? <laughs> oh, uh, actually, there's no, no there's no number. The uh, Last I saw this game to uh, USF Elon was 26, I want to say. Um, I got to look because we want power. So here come the degenerates. Let's gamble. There are a couple lines this week that I absolutely love. Um, I kind of like UConn in 24 and a half. At with yeah. C, come and C coming in. And especially if you can get that as a, like a first half bet of like 11 or 12. I take that. Yeah. Like yeah. they're going to need to figure out the communication issues on the field when you do it in live fire. I mean, I know it's UConn and their defense is terrible. But when it's live fire, things change. And I, so. I don't think UConn wins, but I think they keep it close enough where everybody shuts the fuck up. Yep. Do that. Just like so that. Uh, <laughs> let's take some uh, Twitter questions. We got one from Sean Carruthers at Bucks and Bulls. Uh, will special teams cost us a game this year? Maybe. Last, uh, cost us a game last year, and that was with veteran group. <laughs> Ah oh, man, um, yeah. we got an Australian. I saw, <laughs> I saw Jamon Thomas blitz the same gap twice and block a field goal in back to back plays. Oh Jesus, ball. Mary Joseph, <laughs> that happened. Oh, and then God. two kicks later, Gregory blocked another kick. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. We had twelve guys on the field last year and didn't block a kick, didn't we? Was that yeah. last year or two years ago? I think it was last year. Oh, <laughs> was it too late or something like that? Something where nobody was, even the refs weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah we had a lead. It didn't matter. But. Uh, so, probably it'll be. <laughs> I mean, technically, we have a senior kicker. He just has never seen the field. Well, what do you mean, senior? This is Florida. <laughs> technically, he's a senior in the classroom. So who knows? Well, he's Col- been Colin's been a senior in the classroom. Yeah, I've been a senior in the classroom. Yeah. I was a senior for more than a year. You're senior now. Uh, this is from <laughs> Zeke at Zeker underscore TB. I really believe this is the year we get over the hump and win a conference. I think, <laughs> I think this year's team will surprise a lot. You might want to read these quick facts over here, young man. Zeke, you're, you're, you're under thoughts. the age of 30, Zeke. I can guarantee that. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at you. No, I actually mean to laugh at you. I'm sorry, buddy. To be fair, this is the kind of team that does go on a stupid run in this conference and like wins it all. His Twitter handle has threes for you, so he's definitely under 30. And if he's not, he needs to rethink some shit. <laughs> 
Why are you attacking our fans like that? Because Man, that's your heart. Is he under 30? I don't give a fuck. Hold on, time out. I don't get paid for this shit. <laughs> you might be soon. Soon. Eh. <laughs> Announcement's pending. Uh, next question. So there's some game day uh, enhancements. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? So the junior bulls. I was I was a junior. Oh, bull. oh, okay. Yeah, I have thoughts on this, but you go ahead. I'm sorry. I was a junior bull when I was a kid. I got on the pamphlet. I would have loved to run out. Um, oh, that's cool. Onto the field before the game. So that's kind of cool. Uh, first 400 student cars with four people in it get in for free. Apparently, this is not a new thing. It is not. It's not. I had not heard this before. They pushed it last year, and I think the year before as well. But okay, but I, well, I'm saying what I'm saying is I hadn't heard it before. I'm not a student, but still, <coughs> I hadn't heard it. We're all pretty fucking plugged into social media. This is how, how much the barely engaged students hearing this, right? So there's Bulls Bay. Uh, fan experience moves to a new location in the oh. South Plaza outside Raymond James Stadium. Excited for this. Directly below the scoreboard. Uh, or the it'll have food, drinks, music, and fun. Face painters, bounce houses for kids, Rocky and the Bull, and promotional giveaways. They only paint faces. Then starting, <laughs> and starting with the ECU game on September 22nd, fans are encouraged to chill out at on the beach. I don't mean, Adirondack. Chairs under Tiki Hut. Under oh, yeah. I had uh, never seen that word spelled out before. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett chairs, kids. Okay. Under Sand Beaches uh, located throughout the plaza as they wait the Bull Stampede of players. Huh. Approximately two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, apparently, okay. Vegas doesn't like USF's depth chart either because now USF is only a 24.5 point favorite. Over Boom! So the lines move two points. Um, total 56. Kind of like over. Kind of yeah. like over. We, we're good with over there. Um, yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, so, talk about it. Yeah, we'll see uh, Junior Bulls, as I mentioned, 12, kids 12 and under will have the opportunity to run out of the Bulls tunnel on the Ram Why are we even talking about it? Why are we even talking about any of this crap? You know why? We're going to have corgi races this year. Who gives a rat's ass about anything whoa, else whoa, we're doing? Whoa, What? We're having corgi races on field at football games this is happening. I want 17 more fucking season tickets. <laughs> Are those included in the two that you got for free? Oh, no, that's just for this first game. We How did you get two tickets it. for free? We, well, if you would have checked your email, uh, you would have known that thanks to some some bank. Valley National Bank is sponsoring. Uh, Where the fuck is Valley? We don't have any valleys. It's Florida. It's in, it's, I think it's based in Florida. I know, but that's weird shit. Anyway, it's like saying Mountain National Bank. It's mm. not Mountain Dora. Anyway, um, we get two free tickets okay. to bring friends to Elon. Okay. But, so I am going to go out uh, with my girlfriend and have drinks at halftime and then come back in. <laughs> <laughs> Scan them twice, baby. TSA. <laughs> oh, two different tickets. And guess, and that's what we were talking about, the difference between uh, attendance and gate attendance. Ah. There it is. So that's the old, uh, I, I went to a West Virginia game once where they give you a pass out. Where like <laughs> I bet they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Halftime, <laughs> you literally walk out of the stadium, they, they hand you a pass, and then you you go out and drink in the parking lot. Yes, you walk. They used to do that at Florida. Back when Florida was purple cool. Purpose, yeah. And ah, uh, fuck you, Florida. I know. Before the purple porpoise was, I think it's now falls. Say that again. The Yes, I passed out of there. I passed out and passed out of there. Passed out balls years ago. No, it was still the purple porpoise. Oh, that's much worse. Many years ago. So have you off topic? Yeah. And uh, now that they are trying to develop 
the university area again. Have you been back to Gainesville? Because University Avenue is a pretty solid bar scene. But they've what? Ta- uh, they've torn down Gator City and called it Social Gainesville. It is now a two-story, very chic, uh, modern bar. It's not bad. So I'm going to Tallahassee on Monday for FSU Vatech. Ooh, you should go to uh, Bullwinkles and fall off the fucking uh, back treehouse like I did. I was going to go to Madison Social. Oh, no, that's pretty fun, too. I've heard that's a really good, like, fun It is. It's, it's it's very... I'll go, go pre- oh, I'll be there pre-game. You're going to spend some money. That's fine. Well, hey! Hey! Power! Power! What a shit oh, thank God. And we're almost done. And my balls are sweaty. <laughs> Delightful. We actually are almost done. Uh, there any other thoughts about this? This game? This uh, death chart? Anything? The, the Elon fighting McGarnagle? What the fuck are they? Christians. Christians. Fighting Christians. No, fighting Phoenix. The, the Christian Phoenix. They're the Phoenix now. Yeah, but no. They're, the, they're, you'll the, always, they'll always be the fighting University Christians in of your Phoenix. heart. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the University of Phoenix. UOP. UPH. Um, UPX. Yep. No, uh, we got nothing. <laughs> nothing. All right, so. Thanks to our pal Pablo Iglesias at the Pobs 20. Hey Pobs. The Pops. He very generously donated money to the IPF uh, last month during that crazy $3,000 which is more than funniness that I was able to Conjure yeah, I don't know how the fuck you made that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. know. It was pretty Mike nice. Kelly shouted you out on Saturday. I heard. I heard. I vaguely heard. I came back yeah. for my birthday and there was a goddamn $2,500 in an account. I was like, yeah. Thanks, Cisco. Um, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, Cisco. Um, he also bought two season tickets for us to give away uh, from the site. I feel like we so, need to take Pablo to lunch or. He lives in Atlanta. We need to go to, to Atlanta he over, to take Pablo he, to lunch. He FedEx overnighted the tickets to me uh, yesterday. I oh, got okay. them today. All right, Pablo Rich, cool. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but good for him. Uh, so we have the winner. We'll go up there and take him to the Claremont Lounge. You hear that, Pablo? We have the winner, and the winner is, drum roll, please. Uh, Joe Yanes from Facebook. Facebook Joe Yanes. Congratulations. You just won two tickets. To the Elon game. So you better listen to this or you're shit out of luck. You will never know. No, I'll probably DM him or something. Yeah, probably. So your tickets will be at will call with your name. Just make sure you have your ID. And congratulations on winning. Now remember, that means we have two Georgia Tech tickets. That means oh. we have two EC or UConn tickets and ECU, I think. But that yeah. also means that we have two Black Friday tickets to give away. And by two. the way... Um, so I went to I was on campus last week and I went through a list of all of my friends and you were one of them that have season tickets uh-huh. and I said if can I just grab two near any and I literally threw out like 15 people yeah and I said I can sit with any of these people they're all my friends it, no one I don't want to sit with you yeah well tough shit uh, they did not have seats around any of 15 people there was one group and I won't, I'll leave uh, my friend out of it, but he had seats in 239. And I was like, <laughs> no, not a poor. I'm kidding. Clubs? Clubs? <laughs> I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. I know. He's in 230. And <laughs> them, them cushy seats. And, uh, and the cushies. That, we've sat those in those together. Yeah. And so. Tara almost punched me in the face. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so. And you deserved it. So, um, the, um, 
We're semantics. In semantics. So I and they were like, oh well, we'll just pull you DC. He's in 239, kind of isolated from most season tickets. That's fine. Couldn't get him. You know why? Gone for UCF. They could give me every game but UCF in the season tickets. Wow. So and and the fact that that group is already sold out for UCF. Look, man, they're gonna put fifty thousand bodies in for that game this yeah. year. And I will if, tell you right now, uh, the two tickets that we have are visiting team section. So it's gonna be a woo! lot. Yeah, <laughs> stand on the pirate ship. <laughs> yeah, so lots of fun for y'all. Uh, so make sure you follow us at, at, at Stampede SBN. Follow me at Bulls Nathan uh, SBN. Follow Colin at not USF Colin anymore. At Colin <laughs> Sherwin. Follow Senator Giggity at well, Senator Giggity. Yeah. And Andy Taylor is next door right now, and he might be coming over here. So follow Andy oh, Taylor. Oh, yeah. Andy Taylor, Andy, Taylor, Andy Taylor 6 for uh, House Crashing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Anthony Vito at AVito a, a underscore. <laughs> at Anthony Vito underscore. God damn it. I I'm always, so I'm bad at this. I've always fucked that up. Uh, so check us out. Congratulations, congratulations again Congrats to it. Joe Yanes. Yanes. You've won two tickets to Elon. Yanes. Make sure you pick them up. Yanes. Um, and then we will have another competition trivia for next week. And every other game subsequent, we may do something different for UCF because it is the UCF game. Yeah, you have to show you're, us body parts. No, you're going to have to show up at uh, <laughs> uh, our party that we're going to have. No, the tattoos. We're gonna have a, we are throwing a little j- pajama jammy jam Thanksgiving night the night before the game. What the fuck? So wait, who's gonna be wait, ready? What the fuck? Yeah, what what what? We're gonna have a little soiree the night before the C game. You know, some of us have to go home for Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, if you're in town, great. If not, don't worry about it. But like, well, if you're here, you, you what? We we can't throw a party without you. No, seriously, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, that I think that's it for us. I think we covered it. Uh, Blake Barnett is your starter. Stanley Clairvaux is also a starter. 14 true or redshirt freshman on the uh, on the 2D. 19 overall. We have a kicker who's never kicked before. We have a backup kicker who's never kicked before. We have a punter who's not kicked at a D1 level. We have a long snapper. That is a walk-on. Uh, and we have a shitty schedule to go against so we can fucking do this. 2018 AAC champions, baby. Let's fucking go. All right. 10 to 2. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Just to the trash. Uh, Baseline 11 and 1. Oh! I'm just kidding. Fucking nine and two. Nine and five. Whatever. Nine and three. That's no. all right. Mass no, no. We're going to play at least two ball games. <laughs> all right. Uh, go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Birmingham chance 14 years in a row. <laughs> go Bulls.